Welcome to Radio Training School Time Capsule Class 2020, and we are with Johnny Steiger, Woo-hoo. age 21, from Auckland, New Zealand. <laughs> Just this. Do you have a radio nickname, Johnny? Not yet, but I thought, I think I might change my name to Jack, to be honest. Why? Jack Steiger. I don't know. I've just really enjoyed the name Jack for a long time. Okay. Yeah. I just, I've thought about doing an alias. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what if we get, what if I get famous and I mess up and I get cancelled? <laughs> so then I'll just change my alias again. Or I was thinking operator. Like, you're on ZM with DJ Operator. And it's just me. Okay. Because operators like real, do you remember in the old days? When you'd call someone, you'd have to call the operator first, yes. and they'd put you through. Yeah, and then I heard the song a few weeks ago, and it's called "Operator" by DJ Coz. It's a real chill song, and the way she sees "Operator," she's like, "He doesn't call me, so put me through, Operator." And I just really like the way she sees "Operator," so I was like, <laughs> "I should call myself Operator." All yep. right, so we'll see. So yeah, mm-hmm. sit in with Karen and Operator. Sit um, in. I don't know. We'll go- <laughs> Welcome yeah. to it. <laughs> Flavor with our uh, operator in Zidium. Yeah, mate. That's mm-hmm. the one. Where did you grow up? I grew up in West Auckland. Mm-hmm. I was born in National Women's Hospital in Green Lane. I am a man, though, if you can't tell by my voice on this podcast. But yeah. And then I grew up in Massey, McClintock Road. Oh, right. Um, which is where, like, there's a park at the end of the street, which is quite nice. A little cul-de-sac. Yeah. And, um, yeah, grew up with my family. My mum, my dad, and my two sisters. Okay, so happy yeah. childhood. Oh, yeah, for the most part. quite. I came from quite a religious background, to be honest. Um, my parents were like excessively religious, like pastors in the church and stuff, which is weird because somehow this like came out somehow, but mm-hmm. Are you still religious made it. Um, person? I believe in God and I know God's got my back, but I'm not a church man, like mm-hmm. It's more about my spirit rather yes. than everyone else's spirit's expectations for me. All right. Why did you th- Why did you choose to come and study radio? That's such a... Wow. When I was 13, um, I used to listen to ZDM at nights. And there was this fellow called Ma- uh, Cam Mansell who was on, who's still on ZDM these mm-hmm. days. And I just used to call him up every night and request like the same couple of songs over and over again. And then um, he was like, bro, you know, you actually got a voice for radio. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like 13 at the time. I didn't even like, my voice hadn't even dropped yet. Yeah. I, was like, I was about what? to yeah. ask. <laughs> so how do you know that? So yeah. And then I just, um, I found this online server called Spreaker, which uh-huh. is like an online, um, sorry, am I too loud? An online like radio platform. And I started doing those every night, a 30 minute show for my mates back in, primary, uh, back in high school. Really? I used to get like... I say about th- the maximum I got was like forty people listening in a night, and then that's if yeah, cool. it's pretty good. Eh? Yes, yeah. Oh my God. And I, yeah. Mm. How old were you? I was like thirteen at the time. Oh uh, yes, okay. Yeah. After he said that to you, mm. mm-hmm. and then I left school. I went so I left school, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I went and worked at the airport. I was a check-in agent for Jetstar, um, and then I left and I went and became a courier, and I worked at Wendy's, and I worked at a call center, and I ended up on a forklift in the middle of the night loading trucks. So you're 21 now. Yeah. So all was, all of this was between you were 13 and 21. Yeah, went high school, then yes. I went call center, Jetstar, Wendy's, 
courier company, another courier company, another courier company, back to the first courier company on a forklift. Wow. And then finally, like last year, one day, I was driving, I was, yeah, I was just outside of work and I was like, I spent my whole time, like this whole year, I've woken up every day and I haven't wanted to get out of bed. And I've just been like, like this is essentially going to work at a job you don't want to do is actually hell. <laughs> like it's actually building yourself into your own little prison of hell. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Nah, we're going to go do something that I want to do. So I came here on a high school course as well, a couple of years when I was in high school. And I was like, all right, so we'll go here. So I came, sent old Larry an email. I was like, yeah, keen, mate. And he, yeah, he was like, come along. Okay. And now I'm here and I uh, met you guys. You're pretty <laughs> cool. So that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was about to ask, like, how did you find this call? But it was during high school. Yeah. So... And then now I'm here and I can learn how to say, um, je suis un pomme de terre, <laughs> which means I'm actually a potato. So wouldn't learn that at main freight, would I? So why, why have you waited so long to come mm. and study radio? Um, mm, that's a good question. Okay. So there's a massive backstory to this. I, right. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Good thing we're on a podcast. Exactly. So. I I left I left school early because I just wanted to get out, mm-hmm. and I found a job, and I was like it was at, it was doing customer service at the airport, and I love planes. Planes are one of my passions. I bloody love planes. Planes are cool. Um, and then I actually got sacked, like a couple of weeks in, I got sacked. Don't ask me why. I stole a pen, but don't ask me why. I got sacked for stealing a pen. Yes. Um, and then you I, got what? I got fired for sol- uh, stealing a pen. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. It was just like, they were just like, yeah. And then um, back then, there's this thing called 90 day trials in New Zealand where you can fire someone for any reason you want in the first 90 days, no questions. Yeah. And yeah. Pen. So it was, I was still in my first 90 days and I got sacked for a pen. Um, and then I think, and then I went on and I got a flat with a couple of mates and they ditched me with all the bills. And I was left with, when I was 18 years old, I was $20,000 in debt by the time I was. No turned 19 way. between 18 and 19 i got 20 grand in debt so I, st- mm, so I was like well i'm just going to have to work so i worked for the next couple of years and i i really enjoyed courier driving courier driving was fun but i wasn't enjoying all of it like there are days where i really loved it but it's like i know this isn't what i want to actually do mm-hmm. so yeah i went to study so you basically had radio. to work to to uh, clear my debt yes exactly mm. and i've still Before, got yeah before, before you I actually do something that mm. you love, and I've still like I've still actually got like I've still got like a car to pay off and stuff and all that type of stuff, but I'm scraping through. Yes, yeah, so, slowly, yeah. slowly, but surely. Slowly but say. surely, that's mm-hmm. the one. Was it obvious for you to come here? Because there's other yeah radio school. There's also yeah, there's what Christchurch and Tauranga mm-hmm. and all that. I just wanted to stay in Auckland though. I have a really, to be honest, me and my family don't see that eye to eye anymore. Like, we're still friends. We're not like, Hunnett's like a tight, we're not like a really tight family. It's not like there's beef or anything. We're just all kind of drifted a bit. Plus, they're religious and whatnot. So my family has more been like the boys, like my mates, my little squad of the convoy crew. Hopefully in 10 years, we're still vibing together. Um, So like, I just, to be honest, I wanted to stay around for them. Yes. And then, I'm real glad I have though. I don't think I'd cope well out of, yeah, Auckland, I was, I was about to ask, like, yeah. do you think it's um, they are a big part of your 
happiness, I would say. Abs- uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I was actually, I was thinking yesterday after we went to town over the weekend. Yeah. I woke up on Sunday morning, I was having a smoke, and I was like, I thought about it for ages, and I was like, what do I actually want to be, like, happy in life, right? Mm-hmm. And That's it took me question. ages to, like, I, I almost cried, because I was like, I, this is deep as, but, like, I was like, the last couple of years, I've spent so much time caring about other people and worrying about other people. Like, if I'm hanging out with someone, about, oh, are you okay? Like, are they having a good time? The whole time. And then over the last few years, it's just been like, oh, well, what do the boys want to get up to today? Let's go do it. And then I was lying in bed after town, and I was like, I actually don't know where I want to be in five years. In five years from today, I have no idea. Like, I, I actually don't really have any, like, like a solid plan, which was a whack. Um, and then I was thinking about it more, and I was like, okay, so what's actually important to me? And I thought about heaps of stuff, and I was like, nothing's actually important to me. Why is nothing important to me? And then it hit me, quick as I was on the driveway having a smoke, and it hit me, and I was like... The reason why nothing's that important to me is because my people are more important to me. Like, my most prized possessions are, like, my mo- like the boys, my mates. They're my most prized possessions. We're, like, not stuff and stuff. But I also I also made a five-year plan uh-huh. yesterday. Yes? After, I, after re- like, your epiphany? Kind yep. Of? After mm-hmm. my um, little trip out, yep. I <laughs> went to work and I made a five-year plan. Quite proud of it. Um... Can we hear about it? Yeah, give me 12 seconds. Oh, wow, you have a paper? Yeah. <laughs> so, my five-year plan is this. I've got uh, my house, my car, and my partner. Uh-huh. These are my plans. So, we've got um, in five years from now. Yes. I'll have a large open-plan apartment in town. Mm-hmm. Or out west to be a recording studio. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. A deck. Nice patio for some smoke yes. hose. Um, At the sunset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A nice private... Like it has to be soundproof, so I can listen to George FM all day. Oscar, my dog's got to be allowed, and a nice kitchen and bar counter. Then my car's going to be a Hilux Surf, yeah. So I can take it on the beach. That's the one. Um, and my my partners, my conditions are got to have muscles, got to be a hunk brown, maybe like Maori or Samoan. Uh huh. Um, and he's got to smoke cones. So smoke. Smoke buds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the plan for my five years. And then I did like, down the bottom here, did like a little savings plan with my arrow. Oh, wow. Yes. So I've got this you month. Have... This is the first time I've ever like actually planned out my life. But I'm real motivated for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got all my savings. Got to get new tires this week, then save 300 next month, get a bond, suss out my Uber, suss out an apartment. What is what are your feelings about your plan? Do you think it's gonna be like straight to it, or do you think that are you ready to drop some expectations if you have to somehow? Yeah. Or lo- uh, like level them up. You know, I mean. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, on some things, but I think the main thing for me is just I need to be set. Sa- like I need to know I'm going to be safe. Yes. Like in the future and be sorted. So. I'm quite like confident in them and I'm excited for them and I know it's going to be like like this is essentially a two to three you know it says five years but I'm hoping to suss it in the next two to three years yes. like <laughs> and have it all on rolling but mm-hmm. I think I can easily do it in five years it just hit me but you have a precise picture of your partner like mm. like physically <laughs> well that's my ideal one <laughs> Like, I'll take what I can get at this point, to be honest. Like, anyone, next available, I'll take it. But, I mean, 
Surely I can dream of a Samoan hunk. Like rugby player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Rugby player, mate. Yeah. All right. Yep. What kind of personality trait do you think um, suits best for radio? I think um, personality trait. Mm-hmm. My personality trait or the general one? In general and yours Um well. I think the art of talking about other people is what makes radio important. Um, a lot of people talk about themselves a lot on the radio, which is good, except it gets very boring when you start every voice break with I. Same with every sentence. I did this, I did that. Oh, there's this time that I, I did blah, 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 blah. A good personality trait is someone that talks about other people, as well as a really important, like, if there's one thing I can tell anyone that wants to study radio, the most important thing, if you're doing music radio, you need to know your playlist. I cannot, like, one thing I'm real proud of here is that in between songs, or like between a voice break and a song, I can segue so smoothly between like, you know, the, the start of the song and the first lyric of the song. Yes. I can get like timed real good because I know my playlist. Where when I listen in to some other shows around here, not gonna point any fingers. <laughs> Ooh la la. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Do we have some tea here? <laughs> Got some beef in the in the studios. Um, but like, you gotta know your playlist. So yes, out of talking to other people and knowing your playlist, mm-hmm. those are really important. And what's your best? I mean, what's um, your best quality according to you? Your according to you? The fact that I'm just the funniest person under the sun. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just crack up, so that's why I'm so good at radio. I don't know. Um, nah, I don't really know. I don't like talking about myself, to be honest. Um, no, but what's your? My I don't know. Best? My voice. My voice is my best trait. Okay. You wake up and close your eyes, all right? You wake up on I'm Sunday morning, right? right it's an early Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and it's just like, good morning, you're on the hits with Johnny Steiger, waking up Steve this morning, and we're going to be listening to Come On Eileen. And then you'd be like, this is such a chill, beautiful day. And that actually works. Mm. What about night now? Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, night's more chill. Night's one where you got to play like a smooth song going into it, and you're going to be like... You're on More FM. Kia ora, good evening. Cheers. I hope you've had a great day so far. We're heading into uh, midnight now, but on the way, we've got some easy listening hits to mellow you into the night a bit. Coming up, we've got some John Lennon and some Stephanie. <laughs> that works as well. So you, yeah? mm-hmm. you What's well, your, my question is, I want this on my podcast too, what's your best quality for radio? Uh, I'm a good listener. You are a good listener. I'll give you that. Yep. What uh okay, what kind of radio do you like? I really enjoy uh music, music mm-hmm. radio, mainly like mains uh my favorite's probably George, which is like dance, electronic, techno. That's what I've been mainly vibing. Otherwise I really enjoy like hip hop, R and B and then just like the mainstream mm-hmm. stuff. And what do you, what do you like to hear? Like like announcing and Shows okay, and my really important part for radio for me is the flow of, like, just the flow of it all. Mm-hmm. It has to flow real well. So songs need to flow into each other. You know, I don't like, um, you know. Cut, kind of. Yeah, um, or, like, songs that don't work next to each other. Like, nice. if you have a song like um, Someone You Loved by Lewis Capaldi, mm-hmm. and then you took that and you queued up the next song as, I don't know, Happy by Pharrell Williams or something, you know? Or like, I just, I really love listening to the radio when songs flow together. 
So how do you do? Because actually an announcer doesn't choose the music. That is correct. Um, and I was, that's weird. I was thinking about the, that this morning. I was like, I'm actually not even going to get to choose my music one day. Mm-hmm. Um, that is true. But honestly, I probably wouldn't. If it was real bad, I wouldn't even work for a radio station if they had, you know, or I'd, or I'd put up. Have you ever heard the saying? You know how that saying that's like, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Have uh, you ever heard that? I'm going to need you to repeat this. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Oh. So if you, you know, if you yes. scorn a woman, like hell isn't even as bad as what that yeah. woman's going to do to you, right? <laughs> okay. There's this other saying that goes, whoever said hell hath no fury like a woman scorned obviously hasn't seen a slightly inconvenienced homosexual man because... <laughs> You piss off a slightly gay dude, bro, and we're just like next level. Like we can, we'll, we'll, we'll just talk at you, bro. We'll like read a book to you about why you're wrong. You why, know, like why does this even true? Like, you're slightly. I can the, picture yeah. some of my friend now. Exactly. And any favorite announcer? Vaughn Smith of ZM is my favorite announcer. He's who I want to mm. be like one day. I want to be the next Vaughn. Well, that's not true. I want to be the next Johnny. But I want to be the next born as well. You're going to be the first Johnny. The first Johnny. That's right. And um, otherwise, I really enjoy, this is random, but Kerry McIver of Talkback in the Mornings. Mm-hmm. She's got a lovely voice. And probably Cam Mansell of ZM. He's quite interesting. Or Dan Ox of George. They're quite good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know my worst radio announcer? <laughs> yes, please share. Polly and Grant. Why? Uh, they're just. I grew up listening to them, but they got cringe after a while. Um, the other one would be. I really okay. This is weird. So, so what? What don't you? What? What you don't like? Okay, I really and I don't like people that fabricate stories to like act like it's all about them. That's one. Mm-hmm. The other one is. Um, so there's this girl. She does a daytime show on ZM, and she's real good on ZM. She's one of the. She's great for a daytime show. But sometimes she fills in on flavor afternoons. And when she talks, she really slows down and drags out her words, but only when she's on flavor. Like she goes from like, hey, this is blah, 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 you're on ZM, to hey, this is blah, on ZM, on flavor, Mm -hmm. coming up on the way we got. And it's like, you don't need to talk sleazy. Mm. Do you think it's because it's like a editorial kind of? Kind of, yeah. I just... I mean, radio imagining, kind of? I like real honest radio. Like, I want to know who I'm listening to and who they actually, you know... Yes. Who they actually are, if that answers your question. I and, don't know. And by the way, what radio means to you? That's a hard question. Is it a trick question? No, a lot of people have found it really hard, too. So what does radio mean to me? Do you mean, like, how do I feel towards radio? Or, like... Yes. What is it? You, you actually interpret the question as you want That's like your, your question mm. is you so your question your answer is you so you mm. just tell me how you I feel like I'm in a job interview right now <laughs> <laughs> you know what maybe um, no. yeah <laughs> we're well, sending no, this to ZM <laughs> afterwards so <laughs> you just booked yourself a one-way ticket to not getting employed there for shit talking their worker, didn't you John <laughs> um all right radio <laughs> radio no. means to me radio means being heard to me um, I really like the idea of sitting in the corner of a room and yet the whole country can still hear you, but no one's looking at you. Mm-hmm. 
like everyone's listening, but technically also no one's listening because you don't know who's listening. That's the main thing I like about radio. Um, yeah, it means the world to me, to be honest. But how do you happiness. feel about record like video radio now? Because oh. most of them are like live, kind of. To be honest, like when I used to be fat, I wouldn't have liked it. But now, like, it's an honor that you also get to see me and hear my voice. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I love like, this one. Rock yourself. All good. I love this one. So, <clears throat> okay, now we come to the core of this time capsule. Okay. And how do you see yourself in 10 years? Personal, uh, radio-wise, sorry. I see myself, honestly, I see myself on a morning, if I'm not in a morning show or an afternoon drive show, in 10 years I've probably done something wrong along the way like I plan on being on air either morning or afternoon on like a solid hopefully yeah hopefully a solid growing show that's yes. what I want and um a Range Rover okay th so the next question is how do you see yourself in 10 years personally so radio wise you are on the breakfast or on drive yep yeah and I'm um, got hopefully still got honestly I hopefully I still got Kara next to me and Kieran is your co-host co right now. Yeah, yep. And I think I want to bring in um, one or two of the boys actually have mean potential in radio, mm -hmm. but they're all just like, you know, they're just tradies or whatnot. They're all, oh, now nah, we got to go bloody build houses all day. So I'm hoping to drag one of them over. So you have a team radio. in mind. I do. Um, myself, Kieran, I'm just hoping either my bro Brayden or Dijon want to jump on board. Um And then also maybe a female producer, just because it's real good to have a female voice on air with you as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So, or, you know, tag team in the middle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll see. And personally, in personally, 10 years. In 10 years, I see myself, um, I've moved out of my apartment in 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's a five-year plan. I see myself living on a... So we had a pretty clear... View mm. with your five years plan yeah, yeah. a bit before, but like in 10 years now. Ooh. In 10 years, I want a house um, on a little bit out towards like the WAPS, like a little bit out in the country. Yes. Not fully like in the middle of nowhere, but like 20 minutes out rural of civilization. Yeah, yes. rural Auckland, I guess, mm -hmm. would be the best way to put it. Um, yeah, nice house, two or three dogs. Mm -hmm. um, I hope I have a partner in 10 years from now low-key, and, like, really fucking rich. Yep. Like. Mm -hmm. Filthy? Yeah. Not filthy, not like billionaire rich, but like, rich enough that you have to go up to my gate and put in a pin number, and then it opens. <laughs> like, that's how rich I want to be. Or, you have, you know in the bathroom, you have that heat lamp? Yes. In my eyes, only rich people have heat lamps in their bathrooms. <laughs> so hopefully I'll have one of those in 10 years' time. Can't wait. That's my plan. Or, sorry, one more thing. Mm -hmm. You know those light switches that have dimmers on them? Yes. Bro. I love that. I've never had one of those in my house. Like, we ain't rich enough for that. <laughs> get, get one of those, eh? So this one, like life goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Light switches and automated gates. Yes. <laughs> you might. That's the one. So when Jenny... We'll walk out from this time capsule in 10 years. What is he going to find? When I walk out of here in 10 years, um, I honestly think the world is going to be very, very technology focused. Honestly, in 10 years from now, the like, 
when people see the future, they see the rest of the world as really bright. But to be honest, the way we're going at the moment, I'm not so sure about that. Like, I feel like in 10 years from now, like, people aren't even going to communicate to each other. It's just all going to be, you know, technology. Kind of like Black Mirror. I expect to walk out of here in 10 years and see a Black Mirror episode in front of my face. That's what I expect to see. But I hope there are... I think there will be flying cars in 10 years. I really do. Or hovering, at least. We've got... I think we'll get a couple meters off the ground. Um... And I think New Zealand would be a lot less green. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I think there'd be a lot, a way bigger population here and a lot more houses and like mm. big, excessively big like apartment blocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What about radio? How do you see radio evolve, evolve in 10 years? I think radio will become, you know how there's the Edge TV? Yes. I think they'll get to the point where they, kind of like we do with the Pulse, where they sync up the TV and the radio. Mm -hmm. And then what I'm assuming is going to happen is, you know how there are new cars coming out and they don't really have radios in them? Mm -hmm. Like they have dash, you know, they have smart radios kind of thing. Yeah. What I'm assuming is going to happen is like they'll set up a way that it still broadcasts to like an, almost like an app on your car, you know, like Mm -hmm. a radio app. Yeah. So I'm assuming what's going to happen is in 10 years when I walk out of here and I walk into my studio, I'm going to be on the TV, on the radio, and in your car all at the same time. That's what I'm assuming radio is going to get to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Only other option, would like the doom side of that would be like, <laughs> we're fucked. Like there's no more radio. <laughs> but hopefully that doesn't happen. Yes. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see indeed. And finally, Woo-hoo! for the last question. Is this the one where like you decide if I get the job or not? <laughs> no, this is not this one. Aye, aye. The last question is, do you have a message for Johnny in 10 years? Ooh. Um, make sure you're happy. If you're not happy, change what you know needs to be changed. And if it's been 10 years and you haven't connected with people who... We're in your life in 2020, Mr. Johnny Steiger. It's time to go and find him. Cough, cough. So you go find the boys. Go find Brayden, Dijon, James, Jack, all you, well, all you lot. Go find those ones. Go find Karen if I haven't seen him again. In 10 years from now, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't seen me in 10 years, no matter how hard it is, Steph, I want you to track me down, all right? I will. All right. All right. Yep. Okay. And, um, but yeah, just make sure you're happy, Johnny. And um, don't live life for other people. If you're living too much for other people, like, you know, balance it. Be kind to each other, but don't live your life for other people. Because we spent the last five years doing that this time around, Johnny, mate. So in 10 years from now, better be the other way around. Yes. And pat all the doggos. Every doggo you can find, go pat them. (laughs) That's a big mission. Mm. Mm -hmm. New Year's resolutions. Yep. 2021. Yep. Pat all the doggos. (laughs) Every single one of them. Good luck. Cheers, mate. It's a long time in this time capsule. So Larry, one of our teachers, has some words for Jenny. What is Jenny's best quality? Has a great sense of humor. He is very prescriptive in what he does, and he just gets on and he does it with a great sense of humor. He's very professional. How do you see Jenny in 10 years? In 10 years, it's difficult to know what Johnny will be doing in 10 years. I think Johnny has so many opportunities in front of him 
and uh, they're starting to um, perhaps become a little more clear for him. Uh, it's a big change for him to come here this year to actually do something for Johnny. So I think he's only just begun. Where do you see him in the industry? Good question. I probably see him in, uh, believe it or not, in a managerial role, organizing a group of people because I think he sort of has that ability to to work with people alongside people and encourage them. Thank you for sharing your time with us uh, today. We are going to close the Journey 2020 mm. time capsule. Um, see you in 10 years. Can we put a bag of M&Ms in here with me at least for the next 10 I'll years? I'll see what I can do. Cheers. Or just like a little feeding hole, just so I can <laughs> stay there. <laughs> Thank good. you. Nah, thanks for having me on your podcast, mate. Oh, you're good. most welcome. Yo. This is Time Capsule. Time Capsule.